What's up, my people? And welcome to the very first midweek special edition mini pod. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. So, the plan will be to find a name at some point, maybe. Perhaps you've got an idea, you know? And if you do, please share it with us. The handle is kickback underscore Nadum on Instagram and Twitter. But anyway, these episodes will be shorter than normal, but will still feature people well worth listening to. So be sure to stay tuned. So to today's guest, she's the first person we'll be hearing from that's caught in a sporting bubble. She's the reigning NWSL goalkeeper of the year and is currently getting ready for the knockout rounds of the NWSL Challenge Cup. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Washington Spirits, Aubrey Bledsoe. Hello. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Can you see me? Yeah, nice. That would be good. Well, you know, only the best for people like you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> so, I watched you last year. I studied your Wikipedia. I've watched you huh? this year on CBS All Access. And I have to hold my hands up and say, I'm a fan. I am Yay. a fan. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, but before I carry on, obviously the Royals are my first team, but I do appreciate good players. So you being one of those, I appreciate you, Aubrey Bledsoe. Thanks. We'll see if, I don't know if we'll get to play the Royals, maybe in in the knockout stages here. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think they had a tough night last night, but we'll see. So if you're game, I'd like to talk a little bit about your career and just sort of being in the bubble as well. You good with that? Yeah, first. Right then. So the first thing I saw when I looked on your Wikipedia, which is obviously like not the greatest source of information because I don't know who writes this stuff unless you write your own. Is that is that correct? I do not. No. Okay. Well, the first thing is that it said that out of college, you were looking to try and play abroad. Is that true? Yes. Why? Why was that? That seems like a very different sounding end of a college career compared to what I'm used to hearing. Yeah, um, the NWSL, I think, won our eighth season. But when I was in college, um, the Women's Professional Soccer League actually folded um, my sophomore year, the WPS. So the NWSL was just starting, and I didn't really want to bank on something that might not even exist. So it, it really wasn't something that I was considering, like graduating early and entering the draft. I thought, I would play overseas, especially being a goalkeeper. Like I wanted to play right off the bat. So I figured I'll go overseas. I'll start my career then and then uh, come back and play in the U.S. if the NWSL was still around. Okay. That's, that's very interesting. And have you enjoyed your time playing abroad? Because you've, you've been uh, over like in Europe and in uh, Australia as well a few mm-hmm. times. Do you like it over there? Yeah. Yeah. I was in Norway for about four months, Denmark. About six, I played in the Champions League with the club named oh, Fortuna. She said it. She said it. Did everyone hear that? She said yeah. it. She played in the Champions League. A little humble right. brag for you there. I love it. And then, I mean, Australia is absolutely beautiful. I, I've skipped winter for the past three years. So, uh, yeah. No complaints there. Yeah. I see. I, I've been to, I've been, you played for Sydney, didn't you? Yeah. Sydney FC. Yeah. How many titles have you won there? Just one. We lost in the grand final this uh. Sorry, sorry, too soon. Yeah, maybe the championship all three years. Okay, one one. So it's all about you then. The difference. (laughs) I mean, 
Okay, yeah, I get it. Say no more. I get it. I get it. I didn't really seal the deal. I, so. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I like. I've been to Sydney before. I love it. I love the fact that you can be just in a big city, but then within we got on a boat, and within fifteen twenty minutes, we were seeing whales going past, and you just think that's it's truly incredible, eh? Yeah, it's beautiful. Do you think um, more players, more American players, should try and pursue a career abroad, or do you think it's best to just stay in America now? Now, I think it's best to stay in the US. Uh, in the beginning of the league, like I said, that wasn't the case. But now I think we've proven that we've got the best league in the world. We're raising our standards, um, just the club standards in terms of facilities, um, professionalism, and also our salaries are are getting up there. We still got yeah. a ways to go. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I can make a, a decent living and not have to worry about coaching 24 seven and, and getting all these side hustles to make ends meet. Yeah. So with that, like I get that the league is developing and it is a good league. And it was interesting that you said it is the best league because I do watch a few other leagues around the world, but yeah. I, I like it. I like, I like the confidence. Um, what is it then that always brings you back? Is it because you believe this is the best league in, in the world for women? That I also want to be on the national team. So if, if you want to be on the national team, you just, you got to be in, in front of their eyes all the time and being and competing against the best players in the U.S. Um, I would maybe fall off the radar a bit if I went overseas somewhere to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and also personally, I just love being close to my friends and family and having them be able to come cheer me on at my matches. Okay. That's, I like that. I respect it. So can we talk about the big thing with you then? Yeah. I'm sure you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the big thing. <laughs> but <laughs> no, the biggest thing about you so far, so far, I stress, was probably 2019 and how well you played that year. Because I believe, stop me if I'm wrong. Actually, do you want to do the humble brag or would you, would you like me to do it on your behalf? <laughs> Go ahead, you can, you can okay. share. So we, who was the NWSL first 11 goalkeeper for last year? I uh, I think that was Ari Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and who? So that also means that you were voted the best keeper in the league last year as well. Yes. Okay. So, as a goalkeeper, in terms of personal achievements, that's that's pretty much perfect. Then, yeah, <laughs> would you say? Yeah, I'm. You know, the top honor for goalkeepers in the league. Um, but oh, we here we go. Playoffs. Yeah, we that's were, true. Yeah. We that's true. So, um, I mean, you know how it is. Soccer's a team sport, and sure. of course, you you want the individual accolades because that shows you're doing something right. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if your team's not winning, it really doesn't matter how well you're doing. Yeah, which is a great answer from the textbook, which we were all given when we turned professional. Yeah, so right. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Yeah, you remembered I'm it. Yeah. Um, but what I want to say about last year is, or just rather what I want to know is what really clicked for you last year to make the year so good for you personally, obviously from a team perspective, it wasn't what you hoped for, but personally, what really worked last year? Um, for me, my career path has been kind of like a steady progression. I would say I've always been pretty consistent and it was just, you know, that climb. I finally got to a point where, um, I'm making very few mistakes, thankfully, and also pulled off some some big time saves. So it's just the experience that I've gained. That was my 
second year being a full-time starter in the NWCL. So my rookie year made a couple mistakes and um, I was just getting my feet wet, feeling out the league. But then that second year we had a new coach, um, new head coach, new goalkeeper coach, new ownership. And that change um, just brought me a lot of confidence. I love working with my goalkeeper coach, Ian. Um, he really believes in me, thinks I'm the best in the world. And when you've got somebody telling you that, like eventually you kind of start to believe it at least a little bit. And yeah. um, I've never had that before, but please carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a combination of factors, but um, yeah, things just kind of worked out together. The team played well and, um, yeah, so hopefully that's not the peak of my career. Yeah, do you know what? I don't think it will be. If you can look back, do you remember what your ambitions were at the start of last year? Um, definitely to make the playoffs. Um, See, that's a team. That's a team objective. I'm talking to you there. <laughs> well, I just, I hate losing. More than anything, I hate losing. So... Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> else to say it other than like, I stew all off season until I get a, get a chance to win. So I would rather not, you know, have to be a miserable human for six months yeah. <laughs> and win the championship. Yeah. Right. I see. Um, I, see. I can't, but to answer your question, I can't remember if I had set out, you know, hopes of winning goalkeeper of the year or anything. Um, I'm not quite sure. This year, you know, obviously my my standards are a lot higher. So, which is what I was going <laughs> to ask you next. The year, which is I what I was going to ask you next. What at yeah. the start of this year, before crazy things started to happen, what were your objectives? Um, playoffs again, and yes, to win goalkeeper of the year. Um, I think I set a certain number of shutouts. Maybe I wanted ten. That's in a 24 game season. So. Uh, you know, it's not going to happen in this Challenge Cup, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, so you mentioned earlier that you have ambitions of playing for the national team and you've not done that yet, have you? No. I got invited to my first camp in November of last year, but no um, no caps yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And... With that ambition, do you think that's like a common sentiment within the league? Do you think everybody has the ambition to play for the national team or do you reckon people are driven by different things? I would say it's a pretty common sentiment, especially in the women's side. You don't really find too many of us are playing for the money because the money's not you'd find another career. Yeah. Um, so usually it's just a lot of people who are very self-driven, high achievers and just want to be the best that they can be and and for us, that's the U.S. national team. Yeah, I see that. And that's one thing I, I believe that, so I'm a fan of women's soccer, fan of women's sports, fan of all sports. I watch, I literally watch anything and everything and I really buy into it. And one thing I've found through watching the NWSL since I've been here is that when you see how it works and how it's not really a money-driven sport, the people that are out there, they're out there because they really love the game. And they're all desperate to get better and they all really enjoy being around mm -hmm. each other. You don't have the sort of ego imbalance that you maybe have in other sports and things like this. Is You have groups of players that all come together to try and win together and achieve something together. And you can always see that on a Saturday. And yeah, I, sure. I, I love that. I, I really do love that. But that's... That's, that's great. Oh, thank great. you. 
for uh, the women's game. No, you'll, if you look back, <laughs> when I eventually leave this country, if you look back, you'll see me in the stands. Just remember that, yeah? <laughs> so one question quick, finally about 2019 then. So I looked, you went to Wake Forest, is that right? Mm-hmm. And you made, was it the conference all third team or was it the national all third team? Um, it's a long time ago. You know, I was all American. Oh, this, look at this. I don't know. I think three oh, years. Oh my goodness gracious me. Or junior and senior year. Yeah, it's the humble brag podcast. But yeah. Do you think um, when, you were, when you were leaving college, do you believe that people expected you to have the year that you just had? Or do you think they expected more, expected less? What do you reckon? Um, it's tough to say because being a good player in college does not guarantee you any success professionally. Yeah. I think there's a massive learning curve and you know, some of the highest draft picks don't really have much of a professional career at all. Yeah. Um, so I think more than success in the college level, it's the players who are the most hardworking and have a learner's mentality um, who are the ones and patients <laughs> as a keeper yeah. are the ones who end up to have successful careers. Um, cause it took me a while before I started in the NWCL. Um, so yeah, I could have easily been like, Hey, I've had enough, but, um, yeah, I just kept at it and, and now I'm here. So mm-hmm. I, I would say maybe those who know me well could see that, I had something in me that, you know, ultimately would be successful in the pro stage. Um, I don't know, not that I doubted myself, but um, it's hard to see the progress you've made when it's just a daily grind that it is. It's hard to step away and be like, oh, wow, like maybe this year is my big break or, or, you know, you just see, just feel like you're in the midst of it and just working your butt off every day. Yeah, for sure. That's the great answer. Again, that's in the textbook. If you want to sell that textbook, make sure everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> so right now you're in Utah, you're not from Utah. Are you from Ohio? Where are you from? Yeah. Cincinnati, Ohio. And you're currently trapped in what, will be known in 2020 as the sporting bubble you're caught in that yeah. that life and i'm i'm fairly intrigued by it and i was listening to the processes involved in getting the tournament to go ahead and so on and people were saying this people were saying that but for you just a few questions on it like what was your biggest concern before everything began before you came over um honestly i just wanted to play i wasn't too worried I thought, yeah, I may go stir crazy because I love being outside. Mm-hmm. So being kind of cooped up in a hotel, um, like we're only allowed to go on walks in the proximity of the hotel with our mask on. Um, so it's kind of torture, like looking out my window and seeing these beautiful mountains and like, I just want to climb them yeah. and I can't get anywhere close. But <laughs> Yeah, I see that. And would you say now that you're here it's harder easier or is it as you expected i think it's easier i haven't had as much free time as i thought i would um just because in the initial rounds like we had three matches in eight days so when we play a game the next day i'm exhausted i'm watching the game film back 
um, meetings, video review, watching games of all the other teams. Um, so just with a quick turnaround, it's not like I'm just sitting here like, Oh, what am I going to do? Like we've been pretty busy. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's gone by pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, what's the first thing you'll do when you get finally get home and you get your freedom back? Um, I'll probably go visit my twin sister had a baby boy in February and I got to see him, but I'm going to probably go see him again. So congratulations and go for a walk wherever I want. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just step out a little bit further than maybe like half a mile. Yeah. I see that. I see the little things. And one final question about this bubble life before we move on. Do you think this has ended up being a good advert for the NWSL so far? I would say it's been great. Uh, We had excellent viewership for our tournament kickoff on CBS. Oh, I've heard. Um, heard. Yeah, I I think the quality's been good. Um, You can tell that the girls are starting to get tired. There's been some injuries. Yeah. No one likes to see. But um, we're doing it well, you know, knock on wood. Um, It seems like... MLS and some other leagues are having a rough go of it. Oh, shade. But, She's throwing um, shade and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I no, think joking, our I'm league joking. is perfectly positioned for this. Yeah. There only been eight teams. Unfortunately, Orlando had to drop out. But um, Utah's a, a beautiful host city because they've managed their cases yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, beautiful place. Uh, it's a bit hot, but like yeah, there's just- no forms it's yeah. it's sunny gorgeous yeah um and yeah only eight teams so it's not too much of a logistical nightmare yeah i, I think he's i think it's been really really good i would my only thing the only thing i'm disappointed with is the fact that i've had to watch so many games on all access i prefer to see it on just the tv more but that's kind of so, yeah but it is what it is i think it's, it's been it's, yeah it's, it's been good i've enjoyed watching it and i think even better is to come so now this is the serious part of the show. I'm sorry, the time has come. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Sit back, get comfortable, okay? These are just a series of would you rather's, okay? All right. Honest answers, please. I think I know which way you'll answer some of these. Would you rather win everything at club level and never play for the national team or win everything for the national team but struggle at club level? Oh, gosh. Yes, that's a great one to start. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Terrific. That's cruel. It's like pick your poison. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh. This is, this is what I live for. This is why we need to do videos so we can see how uncomfortable you look. <laughs> <laughs> Win everything at the club level, but struggle on the national no, team level? No, never play for the national oh, team. never play. Um, it would break my heart, but I'll say that. Okay. Win everything for the club. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, <laughs> say this, um, this challenge cup, you get to the final. Every, it's been a crazy game. Goes to, goes to extra time. Nothing happens. Penalty shoot. There's no extra time. It actually goes straight to pins. Ig- ignore everything I just said. So the game's <laughs> going on. We go straight to penalties. Yeah. Yes. As a goalkeeper. Would you rather score the winning penalty or save the de- decisive penalty? Score the winner. I think that's cool. You see all keepers like that. I, I, see, I see what's going on. I see what's going on. 
Right, so for a series of games now, say from this point onwards in the tournament, if you were to go through and win it, would you rather play well and concede every game or play badly and keep a clean sheet? Badly and clean sheet. Oh, I don't know. I can see you, you were unsure about that one. You don't own that one. But at the end of the day, like a shutout still a shutout. So you just... But you did confess. You confessed 15 minutes ago that you live in your own head. So I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if you fully back. That. I mean, I would still analyze it. Yeah. Forever on video, but I couldn't beat myself up too badly if we did get the shutout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. That, that was a bit softer. I should have started with that one. Um, <laughs> so just a couple of things now about your teammates, and then I'll let you get back to doing everything that you love doing in a bubble. Um, so you've got to pick teams in training. Yeah. You and the other goalkeeper, you're both there. Who's your first pick? On my team On right your team now. for like a six a side or something? Roosevelt. And who's the second pick? Who would the other goalkeeper pick? Oh, who would the other goalkeeper pick? Um, probably Andy Sullivan. Who is the toughest player on your team? Toughest? Paige Nielsen. Who is the coach's favorite? Oh, Ashley Sanchez, rookie. Why is that? I don't know. That's a good question. He just loves loves her. <laughs> okay. Who's the who's the loudest in the team? During the game, me. Okay. Off, off the field. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, that's I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'll just say you then. Okay, so now here's the final bit of this teammate's question. You're in the final. All the substitutions have been made and you have to come off. Who do you give the gloves to to finish off the game? Like, it's, an, it's got to be an outfielder. Warrior? Outfielder, yeah. Oh, an outfielder. <laughs> um, I would probably say Paige Nielsen. And why She's, back. She's got no fear and she already wants my job. Oh, right, okay. I love the <laughs> honesty. She'll stand in there for some shots and think she's pretty good so that's awesome so one final question so what are your hopes for the second half of what's already been quite a memorable year to say the least definitely a you a u.s national team call-up um love to just be rostered for a match hopefully yeah. we can have matches yes um you know international friendlies seem a bit far off right now yeah but um yeah, a first cap would be incredible, but um, just see how one step at a time, want to get invited to camp and see how we go from there. Well, I'll be rooting for you and I'm sure lots of other people will. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for all your support. And It'll keep coming. If the rules are out, or the rules, if the rules are out, you better be champ for the spirit. I'll let you know. I will let you know. <laughs> There's a chance. Maybe not All a high right. one, but there's a chance. We'll see. Fair <laughs> enough. Right, Thank you. See ya. So, how was that for you? Be sure to let us know right after you hit subscribe. The handle, if you didn't know already, is kickback underscore Nadem on Instagram and Twitter. And we really appreciate your feedback. And now to close, we'd like to say thanks to the producer, Ryan Hale, the media manager, Skylar Warwick, Mountain Air Studios, Draper, Utah. And last but not least, thanks for listening and be sure to stay tuned.